Hello and welcome to Tully Travels Podcast. Howdy everyone and you're welcome to day four of the podcast and the journey. Um, grand and a full day now today. Um, I had a really, really good stay last night in Washington with my hosts, two of the soundest people you will ever meet, Chris and Danny George is their name. Um... Amazing people, uh, do the podcast with Chris. It'll be up probably tomorrow, tomorrow evening's but um, it's a special one, so really looking forward actually to sharing it. Sharing um, not to spoil it or anything, but um, very interesting man and woman. They've done a lot of traveling by bike and other bits and pieces, and uh, he's an editor with the Washington Post in Washington. So um I was really good talking to him as smart book and just yeah, it was good. But anyway, today started um four thirty, woke up, but my alarm <coughs> wasn't until half five. But um I was feeling a bit tired so laying until about six ish. Your man Chris went to work and then um I started just going to get my stuff ready or whatnot, and then uh, his wife was there. And by the time I left, I was kind of chatting and packing and all that. It was about half seven. I got on the road, um, got into it, grand, but um, you know, sweating bullets straight away. And I put all sun cream on me, and sure, dripping down all over the face and into my eyes, and then I'd rub. My eyes with my arm and show those sun cream on my arm and all and oh jeez I was blinded and um, it was busy because um, kids were getting dropped to school so there was a bit on the road but um, nevertheless it was it was relatively alright um, no really issues with the roads or whatnot and then um, maybe two hours into it I was kind of just on the outskirts of Washington and um, I seen a McDonald's it's done this the last two days so I pulled into it got a little muffin and an orange juice and sort of sat at the side of it for maybe half an hour and just kill time because the mileage wasn't big today and I wanted to use it as an active recovery day so I was like oh, I might as well knock the day out of today because it was only about 80 kilometres I was going doing so I was fine and I'd carry on another bit for another hour and I'd stop and I'd go on the phone and maybe take a video or a picture and whatnot. but um there ended up being a lot of rolling hills. Um, so like you'd have a flat part of the road and then the hill would go up and then down and then up and down, like three or four in a row. Um, so it was nice and tired at the same time, but it's no harm. But um, stopped then towards the end of the day and just got on to my host that I'm staying with tonight, another really really nice guy Stuart doing a podcast with him as well um, just give him a heads up telling him I was about maybe an hour away so that's alright call over so it was about half one no it was maybe about two o'clock um, and he goes yeah there's no bother so I thought I'll tell him I'm going to hammer down now just get there and you know I can relax for the evening obviously everyone probably would just finished work and I was on one road that had no hard shoulders so things were a little tight and you know you'd have all these big SUVs overtaking you and um, some of them 
they obviously maybe were landscapers. They'd have a trailer behind them and, you know, there was a bit, oh, jeez, that was a bit tight. But um, that was grand. And closer and closer getting into Frederick. The place looks brand spanking new. The roads, perfect. Footpaths, the grass. The grass is cut so perfectly here as well. It's it's, it's incredible. Like it, it was like it was, it was built like a week ago. But uh, I was coming in this particular road anyway, and it was called the road was called New Design Road. And it sure was a new design, but um, cycle path and everything fine. It's a glass here and there, and then I just kind of felt the back tire kind of drifting in and out. I thought am I skidding or something like that and I look back fucking thing was half flat and I thought oh bollocks so pulled in inside the road whipped out the pump and started pumping it had only go up so far and I probably realised this afterwards I never bothered taking the panniers off so obviously there was ways on so you're kind of fighting a losing battle obviously you're trying to get over or close to 100 psi into the wheel you have all this extra 15 kilo weight sitting on top of it. It's going to be hard. So I kind of got it half up, maybe three quarters up. And I thought, fuck it, I'll chance it. And it was only about five kilometres away from Stuart's house. But um, got maybe 200 yards down the road and it's all flat again. I thought, I'll tell this is, I'm going to damage the rim and the tyre. So I said I'd walk it. So ended up having to walk the bike I'd wait at the side of the road for a minute or two and it was like a big busy intersection maybe like four lanes either side of the road there was no wall in the middle thankfully or anything like that but um, once I got a clear one side I had to get into the middle of the road and then I'd stand there for maybe 10 or 15 seconds and then sprint to the other side while walking the bike but um, the minute I'd done that I was like I, I could see like a um, a big sort of industrial estate up on my left and I thought geez there's plenty of shops there I said you know what I wonder if there a bike shop here so um, then I just take out the phone and put it to Google Maps and I just typed in bicycle and I hit send or whatever you call it or enter and yeah 200 metres there's a bike shop so I thought you know what fuck this I'm not going to have the same issue and whinging and you know fixing the tyre up every second day or something like that so in Talked to them, told them what the crack was, told them what's up. Um, and there was a young lad there, Jameson was his name, like the whiskey. It was his third day working in the shop. And I just said, you know what, man, put a fucking new tire on it rather than patching it and all this. I said, would you put it on for me and everything? And he goes, yeah. So uh, ended up setting me back a couple of dollars, but fuck it, there's peace of mind there. So it's not too bad. So 15, 20 minutes I was in and out of the shop, all good. And then um, called over then now to Stuart's. Had a lovely evening with him and his partner here and just chilling out. But um, trying to make a plan for tomorrow, day five. So I'm 335 kilometres from Pittsburgh. Obviously, that's huge fucking mileage. And, you know... That 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 it, that would be possible, you know, if you're on good roads. But if you're on and off roads and braking and weight and everything, you'd be you'd be cycling all day and night. So, what I've done is um, 
there's a trail, well, there's a couple of trails here, but one of them is called the Sea and O, and then there's another one, oh, the name escapes me at the minute, uh, I looked it up. It's like a greenway, I can get onto that, but um, looking at the map, it's telling me there's a lot of hills and elevations, so that's going to be hard. But um, Stuart was telling me, obviously, right, there's no warm showers along the way, from here to, nearly here to Pittsburgh, but um, there is one place away, oh, 270 kilometres. So I'm going to try and cycle there tomorrow. 270k is a lot. Um, but if not, if I ever get to 200, and I'll book into a hotel. But um, I'm absolutely sickened because Stuart was telling me he's done it before lots of times. There's loads of places to go camping. And I've lost the fucking tint. It's uh, sickening, but um, I think tomorrow I'm going to look and see if I can get a tent along the way. Fuck it, I'll have it, and I'll be able to, you know, two or three nights in it. You'd, you'd make your money back off it and get the use out of it, but um, provided as well the weather the weather holds. But, um, yeah, it'd be nice to do a bit of, you know, into a campsite and if there's any other cyclists. Some people might be going the same way, so... Sort of team up with one or two for a day or two or something like that, but um, sure, I suppose you'll hear all about it anyway on tomorrow's episode. I'm sure. Um, other than that, don't think there's much to report. Do you know, with this one, um, compared to like other cycling trips I've done, I've, I'm eating okay and I'm staying hydrated, but um, I'm not. I don't think I'm burning as many calories because I've had the rack on the back of the bike instead of like the saddlebag and everything. So it's a bit more stable and I think that's kind of helping me a small bit. Um, Obviously as well, the new tyre that went on today is the same size tyre as it was on the front. But before today, the back tyre was slightly smaller. So the bike was at an angle. So even... Though I was only on the new tyre for about five kilometres, the bike felt more level, if that makes sense, to anyone who cycles. So, like, I was a bit straighter on it, rather than, you know, the front of the bike was slightly raised in days previous to this. So, hoping that's going to help a bit tomorrow um, and just make for a smoother ride. And, you know, if there's any bit, like, of off-roading, the back tyre now is... A bit more heavier and thicker, it should be well able for it. So, you know, hopefully it doesn't do any damage or anything like that. It should be, should be sound. Um, other things I took from today. Overall, I think you know, Americans so far found they're so friendly, they're so sound. You know, they they'll nod and they salute, and especially at junctions. You know, I have a green light, and if they're coming out of a side road. They see me coming, they will wait for you and like they'll wave you on. Anywhere else they'd pull out in front of you and say, kinda of, fuck you but um no they're they're happy to wait and they're patient for the best part of it. Um obviously if it's on the way to and from work maybe that's a different story, but um no, I'm impressed with that. Um I'm rambling now, trying to think of any other funny stories? No. That's it, I think. Um, so, stay tuned for 
the next piece where I interviewed my warm showers host from two nights ago, Stephen, in Joppatown. Um, yeah, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hello, everyone, and it's time for another interview. I'm joined by Stephen Franzoni from Joppatown. Stephen, you're very welcome. Thank you. It's good to have you here. Yeah, thank you, Stephen. Um, so you're, uh, you've put me up kindly, kindly of you um, as a warm showers host. Um, do you mind telling the people that are listening what warm showers is? Uh, it's a basic uh, house sharing system among touring bicyclists. We all do the same thing, and it's basically here to give bicyclists a respite from the being on the road and having a tent or find other accommodations. Brilliant, and uh, you are the perfect host. Thank uh, you. I, I, I've left here with five-star treatment. <laughs> um, as well, uh, just where we're situated in Joppa Town, um, can you describe where it is in relation to, I suppose, America and something that it would be famous for? Well, Joppa Town has actually been around for a long time. People don't realize it because now it's just a little housing community. started out in the 1600s as a major port in Maryland. This was actually the county seat for Baltimore County when Baltimore County ran all the way from Baltimore Town, which is now Baltimore City, to the Pennsylvania line. This was a major city, and we are about a mile away from the city center. Now it's nothing but a grass field, but if you were back here in the 1600s, it would be somewhere around the size of Williamsburg, Virginia. Wow. So it's it's changed over the years. Yes, it has. Yeah, oh, very good. And um, I suppose, obviously... With me being on the bike, you do a bit of cycling. Yes, not as much as I used to. Uh, old age and work and family took its toll, but I still get out on my bike and do a tour occasionally. I used to be much more active, riding to work every day and doing longer rides, going out on club rides. But I still get out there and use my bike to go shopping, take it to the beach, and try to get out one tour a year if I can. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's important. Yes. Um. Obviously. Uh, Having or being from America, and it's such a big country. Uh, is there you? You've seen a good bit of America. Not as much as I'd like to. No. Matter of fact, I'm working on that now. Unfortunately, I'm not doing it by bike. I'm doing it by camper. Yeah. But my goal is to at least camp in every state. So nice. we just worked our way northwest, uh, or I'm sorry, southwest, going down into Louisiana and Mississippi, and I'm hoping to cover all the forty eight states in the continent and maybe one day get to Alaska and Hawaii. Jeez, yeah, that'd be some going. Yes. Um, I suppose of all the places you've seen other than Town, what would be your favorites? That's a tough one. We really like Savannah, Georgia. Savannah is a beautiful town. I like Charleston. Um, we always like going back to Rehoboth Beach, but that's our beach. That's our beach trip. Yeah. So, and uh, another favorite is Nashville, Tennessee. I go back there a lot. Yeah, I think you're the second person on this trip that said Nashville is... is Beautiful town, and it's a lot to see in Nashville, besides the bars. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, and I suppose if anyone was thinking of moving to Joppertown, what advice would you give them, or what would be your selling point to tell them to come? <laughs> Buy a bike. <laughs> it, as funny as that sounds, a lot of communities nowadays are built very isolated, so it's houses. We have everything in this town, in our little community. We have post office, schools, grocery stores, restaurants. Um, we are less than a mile away from the water, so we can go canoeing and kayaking. So, you know, 
if you come here, you want to be an outdoors person because there's a lot you can do outdoors. Brilliant, brilliant. And um, you haven't been to Ireland before, but hopefully in the future you might you might plan it, and I can host you. Yes, yes, we are looking forward to getting to Europe. Yeah, Europe, Ireland, Ireland, um, everywhere over there because. We don't have a lot of world travel experience. No, not yet. Well, you have such a big country. There's nearly no yes. need sometimes. <laughs> but you, you have, um, you have been in Europe. You said uh, you've been to a good few. Yes, places. I, I, I was in the military, so I went to Belgium, the Netherlands, uh, Italy, and um, Germany. Perfect, perfect. Well, Stephen, thank you very much for talking to me, and thank you for hosting me, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Good luck on your journey too.